I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of High Heels Happy Hour. I'm still Christina. And I'm Ingrid. And uh, yeah, fun to be back in our closet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we love to be in the closet. Yeah. Um, and um, this week we have some exciting, yeah, it's going to be fun, exciting episode. But before we jump into that and introduce you to our fabulous guest um how was your week and what was great well my week was great i actually started training with chance actually i should say chance is trained he's probably training well, what me. If so that is, was if it's the first episode someone listens to you need to explain who chance. so chance is my service dog which i received and i'm so excited to have received him so he's been trained pretty much every way which way possible and I am now training with him. It's about a year of training. And I just had my first class. It was very humbling because he knows I don't know how to do almost all his commands. So, well, but it's fun. It was, it was, it's, it's been awesome getting okay. to train with him. So that was my great part of the week. How about yours? Um, I got a new, really exciting, um, uh, interior project that I'm, I'm not gonna say exactly what it is right now but if you follow me on social you'll see it come along no it's really fun it's big and it's really fun and it's a little challenging but it's gonna be really fun so I'm excited very excited it's a real estate office big office I'm gonna do which is really fun huh. so that was uh that was a nice little uh su well, not surprised but yeah came in what about hacks mm -hmm. have you learned anything new you would love to share with our audience i do okay so a lot of us go shopping online uh -huh. i mean since i shopped a lot online yeah. before the pandemic but i think everybody buys everything yeah. online and one thing i saw was when you're buying something to look at the three star reviews because they seem to be, or they're most honest on oh, pros and cons, okay. Okay. which I thought was interesting. Oh, so the five star could be someone working for the company, or they're so I hope not, because I have some five stars. Yeah, and then <laughs> the one star could be someone who's just mad. But something. I thought that was 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The three star. That's where the truth lies. You know, especially if you're making a bigger purchase, I think that's that's a yeah. great way to okay to figure it out. So that's that my advice. life hack. Okay. So my hack. I don't know if it's a hack or it's just something new. I try. I made my own um, gluten and grain-free tortillas yesterday. I've never made tortillas, but I made it with cassava flour because I'm. Cutting out, yeah, I'm cutting out all grains and wheat for the most part, um, lectin free. And, and then, so I've been playing around with cassava and I thought it was going to be complicated, but it was so fun. Pinterest had some great, um, you have any left recipes? Yes. Okay. Yes. You can have some after and you just, it's so fast and you just kind of oil water cassava flour salt and then mix together and then you just throw it in a iron cast cast iron and and it kind of yeah and it's done hmm. so if you haven't tried making your own uh tortillas try uh grain and wheat free cassava flour that's my um that's my tip huh yep Oh, All sweet. right. Hey. So today's episode is all about how we really get what we want in our business. And I think of that song from the Spice Girls. What you really, really you want. want you... Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. That is, we should yes. have that as our signature song. That should be a song. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, and we have a great guest who's also a great friend of ours. So fun when you get to work with your friends. Love it. Um, will, will you tell us a little bit about our guest for today? I would love to. Uh, okay, so Danielle Randall okay, of Authorized Love is a published author, master life, and business coach. Her exp expertise in mindset and emotional intelligence has helped hundreds of people create success through rapid transformation. Did you hear hundreds? Okay. She founded One Belief a Day from her desire to accelerate personal growth and healing on a global scale. Did you guys get, get that global scale? And she's our friend. And we're going to share her with you guys today. So without further ado, please help me welcome Danielle Randall. Woohoo! <laughs> Hi! Hi. I know. I'm so excited to be here. I'm grateful for the invitation to come and play in your sandbox. And I love you girls. You know that. I'm proud of everything all of us have created as entrepreneurs, as moms. I mean, as women, we kick ass. So. Yes. Love that. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah, before we ask for more, we should really take a minute to celebrate everything we have yeah. genuinely accomplished and appreciate about who we've become. Because in order to become something new, you want to recognize who you're currently being. And there's inherent amazingness here, right? Sitting right here. So for everyone who's watching, do a quick inventory. Like take a little, I'm appreciating myself right now for whatever those wonderful achievements or states of being that you're embodying are because mom, business, woman, life, 
fitness, right? We're all fitness. I know the three of us care about our physical health, right? Health conscious. Yes. You shared about making a cassava tortillas. I mean, the, these are like big things. I mean, I know, I know it sounds like not a lot in the moment, but there actually are really big things in there. They're cues for us to continue to grow and get more of what we want. So everyone do a little. So, so yeah, thank you for saying that because I think we're so quick to wanting to renew and be, oh, I want to, you know, and I know I'm guilty. I've talked about I'm bad at, at celebrating the wins. Um, but you're right. Take inventory of what, what we have and be grateful. Is um, That is a good reminder. So why don't we start you just telling us a little bit about about you, how you came to do what you do and kind of a little bit about your background. Okay, so I am from New York originally and in my early 30s, I was working in Manhattan. I was the director of operations for a, like a small giant company. So not a big, big company, but like a $40 million company. And I was facilitating leadership transformation within our organization and really helping the CEO and owner at the time through his own transformation, he too wanted more from life. Um, I think that at that time, I was already in a coaching program, learning how to be a professional coach. And this was the perfect place to kind of test those skills within the position that I was holding already. And what I found is that it really didn't matter what the role was or whether you worked for a bigger organization or you worked for yourself, right? Because with the leadership team, I had the organization with the owner I had working literally for himself. It's that you really want to tie into something that matters to you. Right. So from this perspective, as we bring this conversation to where we are right now, my skill set in business also transformed who I would become as a coach, whether it was a personal coach, a business coach or, you know, a life coach, if you would. Mm -hmm. That's great. So going into what we're going to do today and the subject of, you know, getting what you want. But I know that you talk about what we mean when we say being in alignment with our intention. So what do you mean? Break that down a little bit for us. Sure. So being, first of all, let's start with intention. Intention is essentially typing in the address on the GPS. Where do you want to inevitably get to? Let's just keep it real simple, right? So the intention, like the GPS, if you give a vague location, you mm -hmm. may get close to where you're going, but you're probably not going to get to that exact doorfront that you were intending to arrive at, correct? Does that yep. make sense? Yeah. 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 So alignment to an intention means first getting really clear, like what are you really going to create is how I like to say it. Where do you want to be at the end of even this podcast, right? How you come to this podcast is going to, it's going to play into how you align to receiving this information. Do you implement the information? I know you had a wonderful speaker on CRMs and that was very helpful, right? But listening to it doesn't put it into action. So alignment is how do I think about where I'm going? Not what do I think about it? How do I think about it? Ah. Alignment is 
what am I feeling about how I think about it? So what I'm feeling is important because a lot of people are very disconnected from how they think about this end goal, we'll just say, right, the destination. And then their feelings are typically overlooked. And I'll say it this way. We believe that we're being positive, but many times we're masking uncertainty. So it's okay in the outside world, you don't have to go and be vulnerable all over the place. But when you're with yourself and you're thinking about alignment, you really want to know if you want to get there the fastest, you know how on the GPS, they give you some options. You can Mm -hmm. walk, you could drive, right? I think they even have like bike riding or something. So if you were to think about alignment in making a choice, are my feelings taking me closer to what I want? Meaning, am I being honest, right? Because if it says it's going to take me an hour to walk somewhere, it's going to take me 10 minutes to drive, probably going to choose driving if I want to get there faster, right? So I'm, I'm using that because the emotional part of who we're being is important as a catalyst, as a driving factor to getting there faster. Feelings like guilt, if it's something, you know, your intention is to, you know, money related or success or something like that. I'm sure a lot of people feel secretly maybe guilty for feeling that. Would that be? Yeah, that would be a that would be a inner internal conflict, right? So we may say to people like we're really excited about being profitable because again, as business women, that's important to us. We do want to be profitable. We want to earn or attract a good income for ourselves and our families, and if we are being uh, mindful about what we're doing, we also understand that some of us have been exposed to ideas that are not really in alignment with that idea of, I want to make a lot of money. Sometimes as, I'll just talk from my perspective as a mother and a woman and a business owner, right? Sometimes in business, we feel like we have to sacrifice on the home front in order to make or earn more money. Now that conflict is going to kind of mess with your alignment because if if half of you imagine, right, wants to take the car and half of you wants to walk, yeah. how fast will you get there? Mm. And actually, to make to drive this point home, you probably won't even leave the house. And that's the part we're not aware of. That because we're busy working on the internal conflict, right? We seem to like, I'll, I'll get dressed and I'll go outside, but I don't get in the car. Or it just something else happens and I get distracted, right? So this conflict plays with us, whether it's profitability or even how about starting a new business? Just having an idea you want to bring to life, even if it's not a business. I mean, I'm sure it took a lot of courage to do this podcast, right? Yeah, it took a while. (laughs) So does that help? So it's going to be alignment is your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions working together for one common goal. Mm. That's so good. I love it. I love how you broke that down. My brain's like, choo, 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 yeah. choo. you see the smoke coming out of my head. I love it. Um, so I guess you kind of just answered it a little bit. One of my, my questions I had was, should your uh, intention be aligned with kind of your word for the year? I know we talk a lot about having goals or having kind of a, a set, I guess what you just said, a GPS. 
So I, I think it kind of yeah yeah we had we talked a lot about that one word that should be the focus of the year. So your intention does, is probably yeah. Does that kind of go in line to you? Like should it go in line to get things happen or so it can right? There is no reason that it cannot. But let me let me just be clear. Intentionality and alignment is how you're living. So if the word is in align is is in alignment with what you want then yes it's a great it's a great focal point to remind okay. you about who you're being but sometimes we're not sure who we're being and we do have a word what are your words i'm so curious so my word for the year is uh oh my gosh stability okay and mine is success okay <laughs> I hear you. Would you, let me ask you this. Would you want stability without success? No. Do you want success without stability? No. <laughs> well. <laughs> so it's beautiful because the two of you together will be able to it remind each other. Oh, yeah. Right? You'll be able to remind each other that it's more about really who you're being. So if you're being successful and it's coming at a sacrifice of your stability i'm just going to keep it simple right then yeah. your internal conflict gets kicked up resistance happens and that causes delay it causes confusion and it causes sometimes a, a lack of like effective result meaning you're not really getting what you want that just happened Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's the same way for stability, because if you if you are able to become a woman who experiences stability at the cost of your success, you run into an internal conflict that says, hey, this is not really cool. This word stability is messing with my mojo and I don't like that. And then you have to work that out. So. I would like to offer that you consider, right, all of the things that would go into you being and feeling stable. And for you, Christina, everything that would go into you being and feeling successful. Yeah. Oh, and that that's so cool. I love how it just builds on what we talked about. Yeah. That's very, I love that. <sighs> so wise. So wise. Okay. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. It's, it's going. It's going. Okay. Well, you you had such a good intro, right? When you said you sang the song. Um, Tell me what, what you, you, what you really, really want. So that song plays in my head a lot because the first place that we want to be super, like, radically honest is with ourselves now if you want success and stability is not important the truth is i don't care it's not it's not relevant to me and you don't have to have stability with success but it does tailor how your alignment comes together because what you think about success how you think about success what you write how you feel about success what you feel about success i'm using those words in two different ways because they actually trigger two different things right there's the what we like what we want to feel about something but then there's the how we actually feel about it yeah and so that's these are the places where we get to close the gap my job really is to close the gap so no matter what you come to me with what you want doesn't matter I just help you close the gap. So we look at mindset, we look at the emotional intelligence piece, 
and then we look at the actions. And if all those three things are in alignment with your word of the year, with your intention, right? I like a little bit more robust intention because it's a better driver for who I'm being, but that's, you know, my preference. Um, we can get there faster because we just keep closing that gap. And as you close the gap between who you currently are and what you say you want, who you need to become, you start to see things like synchronicity and you feel more productive. And then the things that you do actually like they have babies and they yield results, right? They're fertile. So like, these are the ways that anyone can take a look at and do this work for themselves. Like say right now, you could make a list that says what I currently have, what I know about who I am and what I want and look at where the gap is. That's great. So that, that's a very doable thing. Yeah. Action. Mm -hmm. so, so when you work, what, what would you, how do you go about? Is that the process that you do with, with clients or how we, you know, the process for doing this? So, yeah, we start with, you know, what do you really, really want? And yeah. most of the time people won't, they won't actually tell themselves what they really, really want. They'll tell you what they think sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Right, spend... As human beings, you know, we've talked about this before. It's a default society. You know, what people say we should have or, or what looks good or what, you know, the outside box is supposed to, this is what we're supposed to look like. As a mom, we're supposed to do this. As a, as an entrepreneur, you shouldn't do this, or you should have a short what is it short term sacrifice for a long term gain. And it's there's so many misconceptions. But then yeah. when you kind of just sit and really think of what you want, it really puts a lot of uh, thinking. You know, there is a lot of conflicts, and you kind of have to say, okay, this is what I really want. It doesn't matter what it looks like to other people. Yeah, mm -hmm. being the true to yourself, being authentic, is, uh, and, and, yeah. and that's yeah, kind of what I'm excited to kind of just see and, and about you being our guest because it's it's so true. We're so stuck on what other people think of us and what we should look like that we forget what we want. It's true, yeah. and and it's again that's the first gap to close. The mm -hmm. first gap is. What do I really, really want? And, and to not make up a story about it, like what it's gonna take to have it, how it's gonna show up. Like really, I just take things from people. <laughs> I, I say that I wrestle for a living because if, if you come to me and you have pain or, or <laughs> trauma or dysfunction and I say, do you want to keep that pain? And then they say, no, I don't want it. And I say, okay, good, give it to me. And then they go, no, it's mine. And I'm like, oh, it's yours. Okay. So look, look, let me see. You want to stay where you are. I get that. That feels safe. That's that's actually what's happening to us. We want to grow in any way, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. I mean, it doesn't matter. You want to grow. But the part of you that feels super, super safe as is says, no, I'm not going to give you that. You cannot have my whatever's in there. So yeah. then little by little, I will support my clients in releasing those ideas and taking on new ideas that help them get closer to what they really, really want. 
So let, let okay. just say yeah the process that you discussed first. Let's just let's just reiterate that. So you start with what you really want, listing mm -hmm. that. Number two would be who are you currently being? So I would do the inventory like what I have or what I've created. Right. So if you have a business, let's just use a business. If you have a business and you've created six figures, you'll write the name of your business because you have that. You're being an entrepreneur. Right. Or sometimes you're not being an entrepreneur and you're being the talent, which are two different identities. The sometimes you need both depends. Right. So you get to do like this inventory of what you currently have who you're currently being, if you're being courageous, if you're being a little timid, if you're holding back, right? You write those things down just to get a snapshot of where you are at. And then you write down what you really, really want on the other side, right? And then you start to think about who you imagine you would have to become in order to have that. So like the best way to play in that space is to say, Okay, I have a six-figure business. I want to be a seven-figure business. It's a pretty big jump, right? And if we look at that, we'll say like, okay, who do we know that has a seven-figure business? Now, you're not doing this because this is what you're going to become. You're doing this to unearth the subconscious, right, ideas you're holding because those are the judgments that need to be brought into alignment. If we have friends who make seven figures and they never see their kids and behind their back, we're like, great woman, never sees her kids. I guarantee you that when you say to yourself, I want to become a seven figure businesswoman, you're not going to do it because yeah. you got that little side judgment, right? So this is like an exercise in just taking a look at what's under the hood of the car, right? So you're going to lift it up and say what's under there. Um, sometimes you would imagine maybe you have to hustle more. Maybe you believe making seven figures means speeding up and you already feel a little burnt out. Or you feel like you're giving a lot, but not getting a lot. So you want to put all of that into that column of who you think you need to become. And then in order to get into alignment with those things, we're going to undo them. <laughs> one by one by one because we have to facilitate the inner cooperation to make the change. Meaning just because somebody else had to hustle for a million doesn't mean it will look the same for you. You may not even have the same business model, product, service, experience, right? Timing. I mean, if we're going to pretend that life doesn't have perfect timing, then, you know, sure, you can compare and contrast all you want, but we don't know all the time what our timing is. What we want is to keep seeing the synchronicity that says, yes, keep going, right? That encouragement, the feedback from life that says, hey, you're on the right track. Yeah. So you just take that inventory, A and B, and then you start to look at those judgments and question them. Is it really true that I would have to do more to have more? Is it really true that I'm not going to see my kids if I want more? Right. You just and honestly, just that process alone is going to help unravel some of the blocks. Right. We hear people talk about what blocks are. These are blocks. It'll unravel some of the self-sabotage that you're not aware of. Yeah. Um, what I do is just make it ridiculously quick because I can see it. Right. So I don't have to sit with you in the paper. I look at your mind map. I read your emotions. 
and we have a conversation that gets to that, like, I'm going to be the fastest route on the GPS because you can't see your own blind spots as easily. But that doesn't mean you can't unravel enough to get momentum. You absolutely can. You don't need another person for that. You can start today. Re-listen to this podcast. Put this to work. I don't like talking on podcasts about what I do. I like helping people get more of what they want. Um, That is why people work with me. Daniel Randall, The Gap Close. (laughs) I love it. Wow, that's so good. I, I can't wait to do that exercise. That's really cool. I mean, I've, I've thought of I mean, things like that of, you know, if I want to make more, then I can't be home more. And, and I've had those those mm-hmm. those thoughts. Have you, what, what, what's, a, what's something that has kind of maybe held you back? Well, just why would they want me? Like the, the whole, yeah. And I think uh, she's uh, who crazy. Who am I to think that I should? Who am I kidding? Who's going to want to, you know? So that's a really good one, right? Because now we're talking about core beliefs and states of being. So if your belief is like, why me, right? Why would they want me? What does having that belief get you? In other words, by having that belief, what do you notice? If you just pause right now and notice, what is it like? How does it serve you well? Rather than what it's keeping you from, how does it help you to believe that? Well, it doesn't it doesn't serve me well at all. It just it's a little depressing. But wait, it does serve you well because it's who you're currently being, right? So we're going to go back to column A. Oh, okay. who you're being yeah. is someone who believes that you might not be enough just to make it simple Uh or whatever the goal is that you're trying to get to Uh right yeah you might not be lovable enough you might not be skilled enough it doesn't matter the list of not enough can it seems to have uh it'll feed you every which way (laughs) right on any day the not enoughness will feed that cycle and what it does is it gets you to stop trying and not stop trying in a way that you don't stop moving, you keep moving, but you don't ever make the quantum leap to the thing you really want. So now you're doing more activity to prove to yourself that you actually are enough. You're reaching out to more people. You're talking to more people. You have more channels, more outgoing content. And what gets reflected back to you is that, wow, I'm doing so much and yet I'm not enough. So in the column B of who you are going to become, you are going to want to flip this idea that what you're not enough to, let's just say the intention could be, how do I receive more by doing less? Hmm. But that, can I, can I be like a little vulgar? Not a lot, just a little. That takes balls to stand up for yourself and say, how can I receive more by doing less? And, uh, and that, like, I just get tingly when I say that because it's so expansive. Yeah. Can, Can you, can you guys feel the expansiveness in that statement? Yeah. And that's scary. In and of itself, it's scary to feel that expansive. Remember that we are hardwired to stay safe. 
So yeah. now it's like going to be, who is she to think she can have more by doing less? And the things you will have to let go of in order to have more by doing less in every way, you will be like wrestling with me. You'll be like, no, I'm keeping it. It's so important. I'm like, okay, take your blankie. <laughs> and you may keep it, but you might also want to understand that when we talk about alignment, the woman who is being a entrepreneur who receives more by doing less, right, is being vulnerable. She's being courageous. She's being bold. She's being, you're actually going to have to be self-affirming because there aren't that many people who may hop on board with this idea right away. If they haven't done it for themselves, they tend to think it's not possible, not by yeah. any wrongdoing. They just don't think it's possible, right? Yeah. And then you have to undo all the myths. Those are the judgments, like the lies in your head that say, this is not possible for me. It sounds like a good idea. But when you are in alignment, like if you could get excited about this idea, like receiving more by doing less, you would actually feel a like stream of consciousness. And I get that this word is going to like trip some people up, but let me explain it. If you are a person who enjoys physical fitness, you know that there are uh, behaviors and thoughts and ways of being that physically fit people embody, right? They tend to move their body a lot, doesn't matter what form. They tend to be health conscious or health minded. They tend to be, be uh, like, oh, what is the word I want? I want to say they tend to be focused on that being important. It has a priority. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. It's prioritized. Cake yeah. is not as prioritized as going to the gym. And it doesn't mean you can't have cake, right? Like we get yeah. this. Yeah. So, right. So now if we're talking about the woman who can have more by doing less, that also has a stream of consciousness, meaning there are thoughts, there are feelings, there's a vibration right? There's a vibration that you can tune into and that starts to feed you new ways of doing business. It starts to show you new people you might be needing to be in contact with. It gives you new activities or maybe they're just different activities, right? So this is where people get scared. They're like, oh my gosh, if you, if I stop doing this and I start doing that, listening, there's a bit of uncertainty there. We all like to do what works. Whatever you're doing right now, your head thinks it works. And that's why it keeps doing it. Even if you're failing and it sucks, it will keep telling you this is good. <laughs> you know this. Stay here. This yeah. is good enough, right? So it does. It takes a lot of courage to become this other person. So I want you to imagine in this moment, because this is the next step in the process. If you are going to become women who receive more by doing less, I want you to just take like a like a short minute, not a real minute, but like a TV minute. And what do you hear immediately for your businesses that might be different than what you had been doing in the past? Like, what do you sense? It's kind of like a sensing thing. You're going to use a little intuition with a little bit of intellect. And those two things together will give you a new response. 
for for the well it's it's more of a um exclusivity i feel like it's um i don't know how to it's okay. It's a vibration. I want you to wrestle with it. Like, I'm happy that you're willing to help demonstrate that it is a challenge to listen to this new, like this expansiveness. Like I could say to you, okay, Christina, what I hear is less projects, bigger projects. Mm -hmm. What I hear is less busyness, more, um, more relationship based selling. What I hear is you now have a real estate, uh, well, I don't know if you said real estate office, but I think you did. So where's the second one? Mm. And you haven't finished the first one yet. And I'm asking you to imagine that you've already done three. Yeah. Hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. But there are things that I know about you that are very dear to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know that our community is dear to your heart. I know that your style club members are dear to your heart. I know that the um, small business women in our community are dear to your heart. And I know that you have a desire to serve and help them. But if I told you, you had to let them go in order, in order to serve them even better, you'd that probably would... freak. <laughs> you'd be like, what? Don't take my blame. <laughs> I'll tell you, you can feel the contraction. Yeah. It's it literally happens in your body. You can feel yeah. the contraction, you can feel the expansion, right? So yeah. alignment is about expanding into the thing you really want. And how yeah. do we get there? Our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions must come together for that one common purpose. And we got to let go of who we were being, and that's not easy. It just yeah. isn't. There's no reason to make it like fancy. It's just not easy. <laughs> no, if it was easy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> I know. If it was so, easy, I would have everything I want. Now, I can help most people get anything they want. I mean, outrageous things that I don't want, <laughs> right? But it's not that easy. It's not easy to see your blind spots. But these exercises we did today, if you kept doing them over and over again, you would catch a new insight each yeah. time you were doing it when you asked that question, who am I being? Yeah. And who do I need to become? And you'd get there. You would get there. So it's so powerful and so cool that yeah. we do have it within ourselves to do it, but it almost feels like it's, you know, it's magic, but it's we, elusive. we just, we just spent the time and yeah, took the time to, to really sit down with ourselves and, and dare to go there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, we talked about it uh, last week and I think Danielle and I have talked out, you know, outside of this podcast. But for me, for a long time, I was so stuck on who I was and what I was used to that when I started kind of letting go a little, I felt I was losing people. I was losing things, but I was ready to. I was in a different mindset. I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Like yeah. my, my, not my blankie. I think I still have my blankie. I'm holding on to that one. But like maybe the teddy bear that I used to have. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. It's done. It's gone. It feels really good. And I thought to myself, gosh, why was I so scared to let it go? But it is scary. It, um, is. it, it is. And, you know, now I'm like, okay, what else can I let go? So, <laughs> uh, so it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's a really cool concept and, and it's, it just opens up a lot of, I think when you first start doing it, you, you feel like you're not yet the uncertainty 
But when you start letting go, there's so much certainty. It's so freeing. It's exciting. And you're like, okay, what's next? Like, let's, let's go. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster ride. And I don't really like roller coasters, but this is exciting. So, yeah, it's a good one. So, um, yeah, I thought I, I, I replayed it a couple of times in my head. And I'm like, okay, now I have that song in my head now. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> um, what do you think? No, I think it's great. It's yeah. it just it it opens up so much that um, yeah, I I can't believe we don't take the time to do this with ourselves mm -hmm. more. Because I mean, we only have this one life we know of, so yes. um, <laughs> we might as well get deep with ourselves. So Danielle, just tell everyone how they can reach out to you and work with you and find you? So um, two ways. One way is through my company, Authorized Love. And that's just Danielle Randall. You can find me everywhere as yeah, Danielle we'll Randall. Show notes too. Um, yeah. And so that's for like one-on-one -on -one work that I do. And then I created a company called One Belief a Day, which I'm not going to lie, is, is my expanded can I do this? Like, I think I probably ask myself every day, who is going to listen to me, even though I already know it works, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, let me tell you, I actually, for one belief a day, I fasted. I was plant-based vegan for a year to hold enough energy to receive this process. That's how much I had to starve out a part of myself, right? Because I'll do very physical things to remind myself that I'm not being that anymore. There's a lot of ways to play with your life and to hold the energy for this. And then it took me two years to get it to where it is today. And it's something I do all the time. We just did it here, right? Like essentially, I'm just yeah. telling you. So One Belief a Day is a company that sells these audio courses that will walk you through what I'm gonna describe as level one to level 10 in consciousness. This is from column A, to column B. In between A and B, there are 10 primary levels of consciousness related to certain emotional states. This may seem like a lot, but what I'm saying is this coursework that I created will micro shift you rather than you feeling like you get all the way up and then you fall back down. This is going to micro shift you and meet you where you are and unravel your fears your judgments. It's going to implant new ideas. It teaches you how to think about that inner conflict around a single subject. So for example, we have a manifesting abundance as a subject. You know why? Because the level one version is someone who feels scarcity, right? Who am I being? I feel scarcity or lack around any kind of abundance. And in the level 10, it's like I'm wide open. I can receive everywhere. I can actually be a conduit for all of the abundance that the universe has for me. You see the gap? Yeah. So instead of taking you from one to 10 and dropping you off at a place you can't get, you know, you can't actually hold, yeah. my courses will take you step by step by step right through to that level 10, and then you can add to it. So you can keep maintaining that higher vibration, the deeper levels of alignment. And so um, there are a few, 
yeah, there's a few courses, but that's onebeliefaday.com. And you can find me, you know, you said you'll have it in the notes, but those are for people who want to do self-coaching. And you also have a link for our... Yes, for our listeners, Danielle. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll tell you. So I have a secret link. You can't get it from my website. So it's reserved for either things I do in person or when I get to share with beautiful women and talk on your podcast. So it's for your audience. It's going to be special. So the link will be provided. And it's setting powerful intentions. And so what it's going to do is it's going to help you. You'll set your intention like we did today, thinking about a new state of being, whatever that is you want. And then it's going to take you through an alignment process in less than 10 minutes. Oh. So for those at home who maybe don't understand what I'm talking about, I'm talking about a 10-minute audio it's essentially you will feel like it's a guided meditation although there are a lot of other things in it per se in terms of the calibration to how we get there but it will feel like a guided meditation you will sit for 10 minutes there's a worksheet to help you even deepen Uh and you can listen to it as many times as you want not in the same day but as many as frequently as you want and Uh it will grow with you so instead of having levels one through 10 as individuals, this is a collapsed freebie to give you a taste of what it's like to really move into alignment with what you say you really, really want. That's very cool. Thank you for doing that. I can't wait. What, what do we got to lose? Let's jump in. No, we, gotta, we, have, we have to lose quite yeah, a few no, things. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. I love it. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much, Danielle, for sharing your wisdom with us today and making us um, think about things a little different, but also giving us a lot of hope and cool um, perspectives on what we can, what we really, really want and can get. Yeah. Yeah. You can have what you really, really want if you let yourself really want it. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's the question. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. And um, we're going to say cheers because, you know, it is happy hour as always. Cheers. And um, thank you thank for you. being on. You're welcome. Until next time. Bye-bye. Okay, Christina, I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you liked this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. Score!